pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Monticello High School. It's the News Gazette and Light Rock 97.5 High School Football Game of the Week. I'm Joey Wright, joined by Asher Brad at halftime. Monticello leading Confluence Prep Academy 49-6. Jason Liggett, our producer, back in our Champaign studio. A call to Jason this morning. He got up and ran a 5K. They're run to remember, and now he's sitting in with us making sure we're on the air and sounding good. Appreciate his efforts, and congratulations to him on his performance this so morning. how much is a 5K? Like, how many miles is that? I believe it's so a 5K is 3.2. Okay. Jason can uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think 3.2, 3.1, he says, okay. uh, over the headset. So 3.1 is a 5K. A 10K then would be 6.2. 6. So yep. that's where the point two comes in. And then a, a half marathon is 13.1. So a marathon then 26.2. So a lot of point ones and point twos. I think for the Sages here, you just want to come out, get a good stop on this first drive, maybe have a maybe have a touchdown drive to start, but I don't think Coley's going to be super aggressive in the air at all. But um, obviously you want to keep everyone uh, healthy and safe for this next week. You're going to need everyone. Um, but I, still, I think I still want to see another good drive by the Sages here to start it off. Good opportunity for the Sages to put in perhaps uh, some of their – sophomores, yep. juniors on the roster, and get the younger guys some meaningful experience. They did add a little more time to the clock, so now 2.20 left until the third quarter begins. But I would expect, uh, yeah, perhaps they'll try to put together a – I mean, obviously you have to play, right? Even though there's a, it'll be a running clock situation, you have to – you can't just take a knee. I, I'd argue that's almost more disrespectful. So they'll have to do something, but likely we'll do it with a new group of personnel. I got a funny story. So my uh, my senior year, our first game, uh, we were up. We were playing Olympia. I think we were up like 40, 40 to like seven, something like that. And we put in our second string, and we just happened to go uh, give up like a twenty yard throw. And uh, I look over because I'm I got taken out at that point, and I look over and Coley's thrown his headset, and we're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're up forty to seven in the fourth quarter with like a minute left, and he's thrown his headset. But that just it tells you who he is. He's he's a fiery guy and he wants to win and do everything the right way. So um, who knows? We might we might see a headset chuck here in the second half, even though we're up forty nine to six. We'll see what happens. You you and I were talking before we came on the air, and I I did ask you. I said, you know, what's Coley like to play for? Because Coley Welter, one of the nicest individuals that we deal with, uh, and we deal with so many great coaches who are very generous with their time. But Coley is near the top of that list, always uh, so helpful, and, and we appreciate any chance we get to talk to him. But uh, I imagine if you're going to be a successful football coach, you got to crank it up a little uh, on the field, right? And I, I yep. imagine, just like any coach, Coley can probably uh, get a little hot under the collar. Yep. I think you need that, though, because if you're just a friendly guy all the time, you're not going to 
you're never going to be scared of the coach. You're not going to want to play hard for him. So I think it's good that he he is how he is. Obviously, he's won three state championship titles, I think, two with Alito and one here. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a Hall of Famer before he won yep. his first state title at Monticello. Had a great tenure at Alito in the uh, late 90s, 2000s. Mm-hmm. Arrived at Monticello late in the 2000s and quickly turned the Sages into a perennial winner. Not that they hadn't had some success before, certainly, but Gully, one of the most respected coaches in this area. And you look around the Illinois Prairie Conference. Mm-hmm. Such a great Scott uh, Hamilton. Scott Hamilton at yep. Unity. You look what he's done. Sean Skinner has really yep. uh, looked like looks like he's about to turn the corner with St. Joseph Ogden this season. Broke through and, and won a playoff game last year. But prior to his tenure there, Dick Duvall for years and years, uh, a consistent winner and big winner at St. Joseph Ogden. And even some of the newcomers. You look yep. at uh, Tim Hines at Chillicothe IVC. Year in and year out does a pretty good job. Josh Pritchard at Paxton Buckley Loda. Panthers are having a lot of success right now. I'm excited to see, uh, even you look uh, toward the bottom of the conference, Rantoul, Jeremy Wooten trying to build a, a, a culture and turn that program around his first season with the Eagles. Give Re- him a little time, but you'd think that uh, maybe some wins are coming there. Yeah, really, you look at the Sages coaching staff, and Steve Kirk, he was he won a lot of games at Argena. He could be a guy that could step up as head coach. Coach Welcher could be retiring anytime, pretty decently soon, I'd think. He's been here forever, so um, you never know. Tra- uh, Trey's graduating this year, and um, you don't know. But I think he'd be the pick if uh, if Coach Walter does step down at some point. Certainly has the the resume and the know-how to, to do the job well. And then you, you look at Monticello's roster. At halftime, I talked about the story I wrote on Cameron Mammon, wide receivers coach, in his first year on the Sages staff after three years, four years, pardon me, at Mount Zion, he told me, I want to be a head coach one day. So we'll see if uh, perhaps that's. I've just corrected uh, Coach Welter actually had three state titles at Alito, so I'm <laughs> underestimating the guy. He's up, he's approaching uh, like Bill Belichick numbers in high school football. Had a great tenure Yep. at Alito and at Monticello. We are underway here in the second half. And he has got uh, he's got some guys that could lead the Sages to some playoff success this season. Certainly we're only a third of the way through when the, the clock hits zeros in this one, Asher. But yep. uh, you look at the Sages, you figure they'll be in the playoffs some way or somehow. I, I would hate to jinx them now. If they don't make it, uh, people can cue up that audio bite. But Trey Welter, Luke Tashke, Carter Foran. Braden Colbert, it's such a good core. Cole Sawinski, and then and then you and I were talking beforehand. Again, it's easy to skim over perhaps the guys on the line in the trenches. Yep. But you look they're at, really uh, they're really doing a great job after that t- long touchdown to start. Um, we're just beating them on the line of scrimmage, and it's it's really hard to win a football game if you're losing it in the trenches. Charlie Moore was on the radio this week with. Matt Daniels, Zach Pyan, and I on Prep Football Confidential. Always appreciate talking to him and uh, some of these sages. As here's a ball intercepted by Monticello as we're well underway now in the third quarter, and it's picked off by Carter Foran, and Foran looking, cutting left, up past the 40, now to the 30, and he's out of bounds. 
A big interception return, line of scrimmage was the 36 for Confluence Prep Academy, their own 36, and that's about where it's returned by Carter Foran, a big interception. Good way to start the second half there for the Sages. Nice uh, catch by Foran over the shoulder. He almost looked like a receiver there. Oh, wait, he is. So, uh... <laughs> Nine, ten left, a running clock situation here in the third quarter. Monticello up big, 49-6. to six. Asher, you were a two-way player. Played uh, both sides of the ball when you were at Monticello. I think we alluded to this earlier, but what is that like when you're playing so many downs? And, and we've mm -hmm. got some two-way players on on both teams here. What's what's that like as it gets here into the third, into the fourth quarter? Yeah. So these games, obviously, the starters probably come out before the end, but towards the middle. Oh, wow! Huge hit there on uh, Ike Young, but he gets a gain of three. Um, yeah, by the end of the third quarter, your legs start getting a little tired, but it's honestly, they just see adrenaline with the, all the fans here. They kind of push you through it, and you don't really feel it until the next day when uh, the, all the kids come out for flag football the next day, which is a thing that we do here. It's really cool. All the kids come out, and uh, we set up teams, and they get breakfast after. It's really fun. I love doing it, and uh, I saw on Twitter today that they did it this morning for this game. It looks like uh, first carry from someone else, Braxton Tharp. Junior running back. Oh, scoreboard flickers off. Monticello up big, 49-6. Turns back on. Clock down now under eight minutes. A running clock for the third quarter. Monticello knocking on the door. Second, now third and six, pardon me, from Confluence's 26. Confluence not backing down here. Oh, fumble. That ball's loose, and I think they've recovered it. Getting down for it is Christian Hubert, and he's got it. It's a fumble. Bad first snap exchange and confluence yep. prep. First hiccup on offense for the Sages as Ike Young comes in at quarterback, as I uh, alluded to earlier. I figured they'd do so to keep the star quarterback Teshke help healthy for the um, tougher part of the schedule later in the year. But not a huge deal, still 49-6, to but... Uh, but it would have been nice to sneak that one in the end zone there, even though we're only on the 25. Monticello, you'd figure, even with the running clock, we'll have some opportunities to find the end zone here as this one moves along, see what the Sages' defense can do. 49-6 the score. 6.50 left as it's a fumbled snap, and Roy Davis is brought down well shy of the line of scrimmage. Big play from Monticello's defense, leading by 43 points. There's Tharp again, who... Uh, just got that carry on the last last drive. And it looks like in uh, the other corner position, Alden Paris, the sophomore, um, is in it, the other corner position. I think it's good to get these sophomores some looks. Even if it's even if it's in a game like this, it still snaps and um, good for next year when they're when they're a junior or a sophomore. So um, it's a good job by Coach Walter and the staff getting these other guys in for a couple reps. Here's Davis dropping back to pass, floating one up. Is it caught? It is on the sideline, hauled in by Ronald Fulton. And Fulton quickly back to the line. That's the first completion of the afternoon. Roy Davis finally connects with Ronald Fulton. Pretty good catch there with the defender. On right the sideline, yeah, yeah, that was a great catch from Fulton. Confluence not backing down here. That sets up a second down and two. To Confluence's credit, 
a small roster going up against a battle-tested opponent in Monticello, state championship a few years ago, always in the playoffs. Hasn't gone their way 49-6, but these games happen to anyone. You look, a game I put a lot into uh, last week was, or on Friday, last night was Normal West, Normal Community was a big one. Uh, say, or the uh, Ironmen and the Wildcats going at it, uh, an inner city rivalry there. Both teams were in the top six in their classes, 7A and 6A, and Normal Community won 43 nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely took it to Normal West. Here's a good carry for James Holmes. A couple good plays on offense here by the Titans. Um, haven't, haven't, haven't been able to get much going on offense, but um, it's good to see for them that they're driving the ball a little bit, putting the ball in the air, mixing it up. First down and 10 for Confluence. 4.30 to play in the third quarter. Monticello 49, Confluence 6. And here's Holmes up the middle. No space. He's brought down. Also a tough one last night for my alma mater, Urbana, going down to Peoria, or going up to Peoria and losing 92-0. Tough one for the Tigers, but uh, these games will happen. Looks like it's running clock here for the Sages up uh, 49-6. Anything over 40 in the second half is uh, running clock. So this half's going to move pretty quick. And Already 3.50 left in the third quarter. Moving quick, 49-6, still the score. Davis low snap rolls right for Confluence. Oh, horse collar tackle. Yep, he and throws a play penalty. comes in. And these are the things that Coley Welter and company, both coaches are looking for, Ron Rutledge for Confluence too. You're looking for those little things even as the clock runs and the game winds down. You're looking for penalties. You're looking for, you know, disciplined things and making sure you're still playing within yourself. Playing hard, too, is one bi- just one of the big things. Even if you even if you make a couple mistakes, if you're playing hard, you can't get too mad at the player. So both sides are still playing pretty hard so far. It's good to see. Confluence now driving that horse collar penalty. Sets them up with a first and ten. It's like third time they've been past midfield now. Only scored once. Their score came early. It was the second play they ran from scrimmage. James Holmes, a 60-yard touchdown run. Made it 7-6 like at the time. they got to change at quarterback here. And Big boy. In is Luther Massey. Massey looking and can't quite complete it to Jalen Ryan. Two receivers in the area there, but neither could haul it down. Luther Massey listed as a quarterback and defensive ends. It's a lot bigger in stature than uh, Davis was. I think he should uh, put the ball on the ground. One of the larger frames on the field. Massey perhaps bringing a more physical style to the quarterback position here. We'll see. Good throw that uh, last time out, so he's got a pretty good arm. Holmes to his right, gets the carry, and Holmes up the middle, past the 35, approaching the 30. He's brought down. Clock is now under two minutes for the third quarter, 49-6. to six. And now back into the game comes Roy Davis. So out goes Massey. Davis back in. 
little dual uh, dual QB action here. Wasn't expecting this in the second half. Here's a carry up the middle. Holmes nice tries tackle. to bounce it outside, and he's brought down. I feel like we haven't been talking about it enough, but this line has been, defensive line for the Sages has been doing a great job, especially with how much they're running the ball, not getting worn out and uh, playing a physical football. Looks like we got some extra guys in, but um, everyone's doing a good job. TJ Nickerson on that uh, line, Cole Freeman as well. Looks right like now. there's some shuffling on going on with the secondary. And they're running on fourth and three. And no space up the middle for Holmes. He's brought down right where he started. And that will not be enough for a first down. A turnover on downs. 35 seconds left in the third quarter. And that should be the last play of the third quarter, I would imagine. Pretty uh, eventless third quarter there by both teams. Couple, couple drives, interception early. But, uh, yeah, I think both teams are just trying to get to the end here with no injuries. I think that's the big thing. And that will be the last play of the third. Both teams switching sides. Five minutes left in the frame, but it'll wind down quick. We'll send it to break a little early and come back for the fourth quarter. 49-6, Monticello leading confluence. Fourth quarter when we come back on Light Rock 97.5. Hi, my name's Kayla Burbage. I'm a volleyball outside hitter, and my competitive advantage is my power. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's managed IT for their competitive advantage. Firewall configuration, virus protection, and server management are some of the managed IT solutions Pavlov Media can use to elevate your business. Executives across central Illinois can set up and use managed IT for their business. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more about our managed IT solutions and bring Pavlov Media's managed IT to your business. At Prospect Bank, we have a powerful way to manage your debit cards anytime, anywhere. Select cards within your e-mobile app to turn your card on or off, Put lost or stolen cards on lockdown, add your card to the digital wallet, set alerts, add travel plans, and so much more. Visit bankprospect.com forward slash manage cards to learn more about the power in the palm of your hand. We are Prospect Bank, the bank that brings you more opportunities. Member FDIC. Got you back just in time for the start of the fourth quarter on Light Rock 97.5. That was a handoff to Braxton Tharp, and Tharp didn't have much as he's into the game now. First time we've called his name. And Monticello has brought out a, a new group here. Ike Young, a familiar name, is under center. But Asher, it's a new group of receivers. Yep. And tailback alongside him. Young's going to fire over nice the ball. middle. It's caught, and that's a nice catch to Cole Sawinski. Sawinski, I believe that's his first catch of the game. Yep. If it's not his first, he hasn't caught many. You don't see many kickers uh, have much action on both sides of the ball, but you love to see it. Sawinski's got some range as a kicker. Good from 33, 35, 40 yards out. Third and five here. I Here's Young going to throw it. Young to the 45. It's caught, and it's dropped, and it's loose, and it's picked up by Monticello. Oh, I think he was past the line of scrimmage when he threw that ball. I think that one's coming back. It will come back. That was, uh, and I thought 
Asher to my eye, that looked like a forward pass, yep. but what a situation. He threw it to Hayden Romano. Romano got free. Foot raised, there were three defenders catching him, and he dropped it. Yeah. He just, the ball popped out. He simply dropped the ball, and Braxton Tharp was there to clean up the fumble. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, it's all coming back. Fortunately you don't see for many uh, no-conflict fumbles in football. That was a new one. But uh looks like it's coming back anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Perhaps a teachable moment for Romano, a sophomore, into the game, getting a reception there. Low-stakes situation to drop the ball with the Sages leading 49-6. to Ten minutes left in a running clock fourth quarter, but not a mistake you'd want to make uh, under the Friday night lights against uh, a Unity or St. Joseph yep. Ogden. Or anyone, really. Third and ten, looks like. Sages are going to call a timeout. During this timeout, I think I want to give a shout-out to one of the coaches on the Monticello sideline, Bryson Smith. I played with him my uh, freshman, sophomore, and junior years. He was a year older than me. And uh, I think he's coaching both of the lines. He's got an iPad on the sideline. Saw him running the stretches earlier. Looks like he's doing a great job. Um, he's big in nutrition, and uh, he works at Five Star. And it's cool to see he's helping out the um, Sages and... Um, it's cool to see the guys that I played with starting to help out the teams now. It is a program, Asher, that folks like to stick around. I, and so many programs are like that, but really, if you're a Sage in high school, you're, you're a Sage for life. Yep. Looks like trading foxes in the game. And, uh, looks like the Sage are going to punt, actually. So we got the Sawinski... Uh, Man, he's just a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> Cornerback, receiver, kicker, and punter. Wow, he's he's doing it all today. And can play a little on the defensive side yep. of the ball, too. Yep. As you mentioned, here's Sawinski. Oh, nice punt, too. Spiral kick, and it's down at the 30-yard line. Good job by Cole Sawinski. A beautiful punt, rolls out of bounds. Clock keeps running, a running clock situation. Nine and a half minutes to play in the game. A 49-6 lead for Monticello. So, Asher, after you played at Monticello, played football and, of course, some baseball too, and uh, the baseball has worked out pretty well. A great tenure at Illinois Springfield, and now in your final year of college eligibility, getting ready to lace them up for the orange and blue, the hometown Illinois fighting Illini. That's going to be pretty exciting for you. Yeah. I've been going to games at U of I since I can remember, and um, I've obviously always dreamed of um, playing there. And the recruiting didn't work out in high school, which is fine. I I wouldn't um, do it over again if I could. Uh, worked out a lot. Of, it worked out well at UIS. We won a lot of games. We made the College World Series in 2021. Um, but yeah, I couldn't be more excited for the spring and. Um, Hold that thought as Roy Davis breaks loose down the far sideline and oh, a light, huge run. Hit, maybe. Yep. Knocked out of bounds flag and a flag in. comes in. And who was Man, the, I want to see the official that threw that flag because that flag <laughs> had some steam behind yeah, it. Yeah, I think he should lace it up for the Titans <laughs> and go into quarterback. <laughs> Roy Davis, a big carry, and this will be a late hit. Yep. Man, that's some good field position. They're going to be down to about the 15-yard line. Uh, maybe get their second score of the game here. But, uh, yeah, we play Eastern Illinois next Thursday on the 14th. 
at home at 5.30 if uh, any of the listeners want to make it out. It'll be a fun, uh, fun game and uh, get a quick glimpse of the team before the spring. So, um, yeah, practice has been going well. Uh, had a couple scrimmages this week, a couple of the week before, and uh, it's been, go been going good. Good to hear that adjustment's been treating you well. First down and 10 from the 15. Get back to Illinois baseball in just a second. First, Confluence starting to drive. Here's a carry and trying to reverse fields and cut it up the middle. Nothing there for James Holmes. The Titans score here might uh, take the running clock off the board, so it might be a little longer fourth quarter. Believe that running clock doesn't uh, doesn't change. Doesn't okay. change. I think it's once it runs, it runs. But still, a good chance yep. for it would stop for the touchdown. Yep. Touchdowns, timeouts, and injuries would stop it. So let's see if Confluence can get back a little momentum here. Here's a keeper for the quarterback. Massey is back in. Massey tries to move the pile forward, looking for the five, just shy of the five. So it'll be third down and short. Third and one. A first down would give Confluence a first and goal as they stand six yards shy of the end zone. Third and two, good chance they'll pick it up here. Coach Walter and uh, Kirk might put an extra guy in the box, though, to s slow down the run defense. But they got a Derrick Henry-esque running back in the – or a quarterback in the backfield right now. Massey the quarterback, Holmes the running back, two is left. Carry up the middle, Holmes gets near the line to gain. He's pushed back. And he is going to be a half yard short. And so a key fourth down coming up here for Confluence. Not in terms of the outcome of the game necessarily, but perhaps something to take into next week. Timeout called before. They go for a fourth and one on the Monticello five. Monticello, though, has this one locked up, leading 49 to six. Clock now does stop at five. 57. Confluence Pratt, by the way, next week. They get back to playing teams from Missouri. They will travel to Crystal City, Missouri. 7 o'clock kickoff. Two home games to follow against Missouri Military Academy and Solden International Studies. Back on the road for a pair of road games at Jackson, Missouri and Salisbury. And then at home, 5.30 kickoff on October 20th to close the regular season against Principia. But Asher, that uh, transition for you as we uh, await the fourth and one from Illinois Springfield, Illinois. Got to be exciting playing for Dan Hartlip, of course, uh, a coach that's won a lot of ball games in Illinois yep. and uh, among the most respected in the Big Ten and, and nationally. Mm -hmm. In 2015, uh, hosted a Super Regional, super good year for them. Vanderbilt came to town. Dansby Dan Swanson, who's the Cubs shortstop now, is on that team. and uh, I went, actually went to one of those games. It was pretty awesome to see. He, Dansby was swick picked first in the draft that year. Fourth down and one here, and a keeper up the middle. It's a first down. It'll be first and goal at the one now on a keeper from Davis. And that 2015 team did attract, uh, I remember that, some yep. huge crowds over yep. there to Illinois Field. They had to actually had to bring uh, bleachers in down the left field's um, foul line. That was pretty awesome. I've never seen that before. Here's the first and goal from the one, and looking for the goal line, stopped just short. On a keeper for James Holmes, he didn't get there. This game's got a weird feel to it, being a 
being so sunny. Because usually the playoff games are so cloudy and foggy, but um, great day here in Monticello. Been a good game for the Sages here. Ball Fumble. is loose on a second and goal, I think that Confluence was able to fall on it. Clock now under five minutes for the game. Monticello leads 49-6. And it'll be a third down and goal for Confluence, just looking for any kind of momentum. What a beautiful day for football. Again, maybe a little warm on the field, but air temperature 75, not any humidity or anything like that, partly cloudy, beautiful sky, a beautiful scene here in Monticello. This field tucked into a neighborhood right behind the high school. New athletic complex going up across the street, across the goal line for a touchdown. Second touchdown of the game. James Holmes from two yards out knocks it through. Clock will stop for the conversion attempt, and it's 49-12 with 4.27 left in the ballgame. Looks like they're going to be going for two again. I don't think they have a kicker. But yeah, this is a big win for Monticello. Get back on uh, the winning side of the record. And uh, a couple tough games coming up with BCC and Pontiac. On the keeper is Davis. Reaches for the pylon. Drops his shoulder. And he's in for a two-point conversion. 427 to play. Monticello's got it locked up, though, Asher, as you allude to. And you never want to be on the opposite side of 500 in a high school football yep. season. Just not enough games. And Monticello will... Wash that away and move to two and one in the next four minutes and twenty-seven seconds. Yeah, last year, five and five wasn't the wasn't the year that they were hoping for, and um, hopefully this these last two games really set the tone for the rest of the year, and we can keep it going. Um, hopefully, obviously, hopefully you stay above five hundred, but maybe get six or seven wins, go into the playoffs with some confidence. Who knows what can happen. Five and five record for Monticello last year, but even with the playoff loss in the first round, cranked it up against a pretty good Mount Carmel team, an 8-6 mm -hmm. loss, so it was close. No moral victories, all that, but still a, a competitive team. You know you're going to have a fight for Monticello uh, no matter the situation when you get to the postseason. In any sport, too. You look at what the boys' basketball team has done last couple yep. of years. Uh, a run to the State Farm Center in 2022. Yep. Small team. They just had heart like this team. So that's kind of the theme for our team in 2018, too. We weren't the biggest group, but we played hard and just did our jobs and won a lot of games. On a return, Romano to the 40-yard line. And the clock now winds. At 4:15, a 49-14 game should end with a good-looking football score. As Monticello will try to ice this one here on what I would expect to be the last drive of the game. Asher on the phone earlier. You told me after the U of I, not looking to move uh, too far away from home. Yep, my dad uh, farms in Muhammad. Uh, Mansfield area, so I want to keep that going with him and um, hopefully do something else along with him, maybe some insurance or something like that. So I'm excited to, obviously I'm excited for this spring, but um, after after that, it's time to get in the real world and sure. start making some money and doing all that good stuff. 
I don't need to, uh, this isn't new to our listeners. Uh, a lot of them uh, work in, in farming, something mm -hmm. uh, related to that industry, but uh, people would be surprised if you don't know a whole lot about farming. Yeah. The, the business side of things and just, you yep. know, it's all, it's, it's all business. Yep. I always laugh when uh, people don't hardly know anything about farming, especially like on my baseball teams who are coming down from Chicago and stuff like that. They just have no clue even what corn is, what soybeans is. It's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty fun to tell them about it, too, because it's basically it's like you're telling a little kid what's going on. That's right. That's right. The city slickers don't know yep. a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Looking forward to big things in store. we got a timeout on the yep. field, by the way, so the clock stops briefly at 3.38, 49.14. Looking forward to... Big things, uh, certainly, from you at Illinois Field this fall, and, and good luck uh, moving forward. We'll have to get you back on the mic here at some point yep. as we move It'll through. Be a blast. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun so far. As Monticello looks like they've got this one wrapped up. 49-14 lead, three and a half minutes and ticking. Wish we could have, a little, could have got a little more close game in the second half, but can never be mad at a Sage's victory. Who's your team to beat in the conference this year? I, I've got to go with St. Joseph Ogden, who beat Monticello pretty good in, in week one, a line at Prairie Conference showdown, 40-14 to 14 final score. Controlled that whole game, and then they looked so good last week against Unity, a 38-35 thriller. As nice run a there. Big game there for Monticello, moves them across midfield. Russ Brown on the carry. Third quarterback in the game here for the Sages as well. Brown on a keeper. He's a junior, listed as a tight end and linebacker, but under center now and doing a nice job. And Apologizing quarterback is Romano now. Oh, pardon Not me. IQ. Oh, that was, uh, yep. that was my mistake. But, yes, Romano is in the game, and Romano himself is uh, listed as a quarterback and linebacker. Brown has not been under center yet. Yep. Had a good, nice, nice catch and run there. Two minutes and 15 seconds left. Monticello leading 49 to 14. And here's a keeper for Romano. Romano across the 30. Cuts back right. Romano, center of the field, stays on his feet. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. 41 yards to the house. Hunter Romano had that fumble earlier, and he's atoned for that now. Romano, a brilliant carry up the middle. Couple jukes. Great he's run there. In. A couple stiff arms. That was nice. Nice way to end the, end the game there almost with 157 left. I'm sure Coach Holter will be happy about that, another guy getting a touchdown. I think that's, what, five or six guys with the touchdown now for the Sages? See if we can track down some, six. some stats for our postgame show. We, we had a few for you at halftime. That's the first score for Monticello this half. Second overall. Confluence scored earlier. Cole Sawinski will come on for the extra point. Is yet to miss one. Is he a perfect eight for eight? He is. He got it. Cole Sawinski, 56-14, Monticello, minute 57 to play. Don't think that uh, play was meant for a touchdown, but he really... Made something out of nothing there. That was a nice run. Well, I think Romano, again, not to harp on that fumble he had, but I think he might have been a little more determined on that carry, yep. trying to put that uh, fumble behind him. 
And he did just that to his credit. And Monticello looking good here. 56-14 is their lead with a minute and 57 seconds left to play. Next week, the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week takes you to Tommy Stewart Field, a Centennial and Champaign Central battle. They've had many good ones over the years. We'll hope for another one on Friday. And then it's Champaign Central and Urbana at Urbana's McKinley Field the following week. And then Muhammad Seymour will host Mount Zion in what should be a high-powered affair in week six. So that's what the middle third of the season looks like. Should be some good ones for you on Light Rock 97.5. Stick around as we line up more guest analysts for those contests. But Asher, as we've still got uh, some minute 40 left in this game, I uh, appreciate your joining us here. This has been a lot of fun. Yep. 56-14 is our score, 90 seconds left. Clock is ticking. Confluence. Heading on to the field, and Asher, I don't think they'll be too motivated here to run anything too crazy. Probably just yep. going to let this one hit zeros. About a run player, too, I think. Monticello just needs to contain and keep everything in front of him and uh, be off to a 2 and one start to the year. Out of the shotgun is Roy Davis. James Holmes to his right, and... Davis is going to throw it. Going to lob one up and just overthrowing his man. It's incomplete. He's looking to dial one up for Michael Green. Coach Walter's not too happy with his uh, DBs there on that one. The DB uh, number six. Michael Green got right by them. Throw was just a little too deep. That uh, play call surprised me a little bit too. One more left. Oh, timeout. 33 seconds left, and we'll see. Good. Again, you know, you hate to sound like a broken record, but a good opportunity for both teams to try something. Maybe there's a play you've been working on in practice. So we've got a, a brief timeout for uh, an injury, it looks like. I don't see who's down, but Confluence uh, taking a knee. I think the one thing we are missing from today's game is some Coach Walter trick plays, but never really needed them. Didn't see a whole lot of those, no, and... Good chance here on what should be the last play of the game, maybe to try something you've been working on in practice. Uh, you don't want to put too much on film here in a situation yeah, like this, exactly. but maybe uh, work out the kinks of, uh, of something. Good opportunity against live competition to do that. Credit to Confluence Prep, though. Uh, a 49-6 score at halftime. Dug in and uh, didn't let that get much worse in the second half. Both teams have scored. And Monticello a play away from a likely 56-14 win. 33 seconds left. Massey the quarterback. Massey a tight spiral. Airs one out. It's incomplete. Was looking down the field for Jalen Rimes. And we'll see if that's it. But that was a great throw for Massey down from the 20-yard line to the opposite 35. Man, Coach Walter doesn't look happy again, but... Game's about to be over. I think that's going to be the last play, and it is. That will do it. The clock is at zeros, and Monticello is a 56-14 winner over Confluence Prep Academy of St. Louis. Good win for the Sages. Took an early lead, never relinquished it.
leading this one nearly wire to wire. And they will defend their home turf with a loud win over Confluence Prep Academy. Next week for Confluence Prep, it's Crystal City on the road. And Monticello will stay home and host Bloomington Central Catholic. This game, a preview of that, Asher, in uh, the uniform matchup. BCC is going to come out and... Uniforms almost identical, I would imagine, to what Confluence is wearing today. Yeah, it's going to look like almost the same game. Monticello might switch it up a little gold pants or something like that, but yeah, I'm excited. I think I might have to come over again for that game. I want to see what uh, we do against another good team. Well, Monticello this season, 0-1 when you're not in attendance, yep. and then 2-0 now when you're yep. in the house, so you might have to just ride it out to the finish line. I agree. I think I have to. It's only a 20-minute drive now from Champaign, so... Why not? not? Not a bad way to spend a Friday night exactly. in a high school football field. Spending a Saturday here in Monticello. We appreciate you tuning in on Light Rock 97.5. We will take a quick break and come back to wrap this one up on Light Rock 97.5 uh, in the News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week. Stick around. Post-game coverage coming up. Want to know what's happening with your money the moment it occurs? Use Prospect Bank to experience the ease and convenience of e-mobile banking. Never miss a bill with scheduled monthly payments. Send, request, or split your money with friends and family easily using Zelle. Receive monthly statements electronically. Digital Wallet is a smart, secure, and easy way to make payments. What do you get by utilizing state-of-the-art banking services? Endless opportunities. We are Prospect Bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hi, my name is Isaiah Williams, and I am a football wide receiver, and my competitive advantage is my speed. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media's managed IT for their competitive advantage. Firewall configuration, virus protection, and server management are some of the managed IT solutions Pavlov Media can use to elevate your business. Executives across central Illinois can set up and use managed IT for their business. Head over to pavlovmedia.com b2b to find out more. Welcome back to Monticello High School. It is the Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School football game of the week. I'm Joey Wright, Asher Brad, our guest color analyst this week. Appreciate his help. And Jason Liggett, we appreciate his help as well back in the studio, our producer and engineer today. Asher, you went on a, a run to see if you could grab stats. Was that successful? Or? Yeah, I was just going to recap the first half stats from the starters. Sure. Um, so Teshke had himself a game, two touchdowns on the ground, three in the air for 231. Um, Trey Welter led the way, six for 103 and a touchdown, and then two other receivers, Carter Foran and Raiden Colbert had a touchdown. And Ike Young had one on the ground as well. So as I said earlier, it's pretty cool to see everyone getting in the mix. And uh, I wouldn't want to watch film against this Monticello offense because they looked pretty good the last two weeks. So it's good to see. A big win last week at home against Illinois Valley Central, 52-13. And a loud win today over Confluence Prep of St. Louis, 56-14 the final. And those stats didn't change a whole lot from halftime to now. The only other Monticello score was a 41-yard run from Hayden Romano. And Confluence Prep got one more score, the second touchdown of the game for James Holmes. But a quick one here in Monticello. The second half ran. Monticello was a 49-6 leader at the halftime break. 
And they pull away to win it. 56-14. Joey Wright and Asher Brad with you. We'll sneak in one more break and come back to put a bow on this one and send you on your way on a beautiful Saturday in central Illinois. Get outside if you get the opportunity. It's going to be a beautiful evening. We'll wrap it up when we come back on Light Rock 97.5. Hi, my name is Isaiah Williams. I am a football wide receiver, and my competitive advantage is my speed. Businesses across central Illinois rely on Pavlov Media phones for their competitive advantage. Pavlov Media VoIP phones provide an elite class of communication systems you can use to elevate your business. Businesses anywhere in the United States can set up and use VoIP phones. Head over to pavlovmedia.com B2B to find out more. At Prospect Bank, we have a powerful way to manage your debit cards anytime, anywhere. Select cards within your e-mobile app to turn your card on or off, put lost or stolen cards on lockdown, add your card to the digital wallet, set alerts, add travel plans, and so much more. Visit bankprospect.com forward slash manage cards to learn more about the power in the palm of your hand. We are Prospect Bank, the bank that brings you more opportunities. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Monticello High School. We are just outside the high school in the press box at the football field, putting a bow on Monticello's 56-14 win over Confluence Prep of St. Louis. I'm Joey Wright with Asher Brad, Jason Liggett back in our studio. Asher, first and foremost, thanks for joining us on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, our third guest color analyst of the season. Your final takeaways from a big Sages win tonight. Yeah, offense looked good again after the win last week against IVC. Defense looked pretty good other than the long touchdown run in the first half. But um, cleaning up the penalties would be, would be nice on both sides of the ball. But the front looked good on both sides. And obviously the scale positions look good once again. And... Uh, yeah, we, it's nice to get an extra confidence boost before next week. Be a good matchup against uh, Bloomington Central Catholic. So, I'm excited to see what uh, what that game's got in store for us. Monticello moves to two and zero when the 2019 Monticello graduate is in the house, and three and zero on the season. Middle third of the season, as Asher mentioned, at home against BCC next week at Pontiac and versus Rantoul and then the final third of the season at Paxton Buckley Loda at Prairie Central, and then they'll host Tolono Unity in what will also be a game on Light Rock 97.5, so make sure to mark your calendars. October 20th could be a game with conference implications. When we get to that point, we'll see how it plays out. 2-1 and one on the season is Monticello. I think I said 3-0. and oh. They did lose to St. Joseph Ogden in week one, but now two wins in a row, and for Confluence Prep, they're now 0-2. They're at Crystal City, Missouri next week, and then two home games, Missouri Military Academy and Solden International Studies. On the road at Jackson, Missouri and Salisbury, Missouri, and then Principia at home on October 20th ends their regular season. Confluence Prep again based out of St. Louis. Asher, appreciate the time. Good luck this season at Illinois Thank Field. You. Appreciate uh, your time and looking forward to seeing what you can do on the ball field this season, final yep. year of eligibility. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. It was a blast. A lot of fun up here in the press box for Asher Brad and our producer Jason Liggett. I'm Joey Wright. Thanks for joining us. Monticello beats Confluence 56-14. to 14. Stick around. 80s Replay Weekend continues on Light Rock 97.5. Dave Heckman coming up, and make sure to tune in to 
more programming. I'll be back in tomorrow from 10 until 3. So stick around. White Rock 97.5. Thanks for listening to our Game of the Week. The Light Rock 97.5 and News Gazette High School Football Game of the Week has been powered by Pavlov Media. Sign up today for Light Up Your Life Fiber Internet at pavlovmedia.com. It's also brought to you by Prospect Bank. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, newsgazette.com and whms.com. Your home for high school football and the Illini is Light Rock 97.5. WHMS Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign Multimedia Group Station.